0: Welcome back to the Mackinac, Michigan Show, brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb. And I'm Jaros Quiro. And I'm working through something tickling the back of my throat, but uh, that's okay today. Uh, We're going to shift conversations. We've been talking about education. We want to talk about this new proposal for reinstituting film tax credits here in the state of Michigan. And we're joined by Catherine Lauhead with the Tax Foundation, who's following this with us. Catherine, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: All right. So first off... um, I know the tax foundations kind of looked at this issue across the fifty states. Um, what does the research show on on film incentives? Um, are they a good idea? Are they a bad idea? What 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 are we seeing?
1: Well, you know, there's been numerous studies that have been conducted on the issue of film tax credits, and most of them find that there's very little return on investment and very little net economic benefit created by incentives there are numerous studies that have even shown that they have a lot of um, net negative benefits to states when you look at the amount of money that's spent and then the amount of money that comes back to the state being negative in return so while they're certainly flashy and uh, you know they evoke some interest among residents really there's a lot better uses of that money and so it's important for policymakers to take a look at, take a look at these studies and really see whether the benefits uh, outweigh the cost and in most cases they really don't.
0: Yeah so I mean the arguments you usually hear from proponents are well, they just make sense. We we give money to filmmakers, they do a film, they're putting money back in, they're 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 paying people, sure, but they're spending money on restaurants and hotels and all, and all these things. So so why doesn't that make sense? Why why isn't the money just going to people and being spent on those things turning out to be a good investment? It certainly looks like it in the media.
1: Well, you know, some of the jobs that are created are are oftentimes a lot of the jobs that are created by these, you know, film film productions coming into a state, they're very temporary in nature. So a lot of the people who are working on these programs are people who are temporarily coming from out of state. And these aren't permanent jobs in most Mm -hmm. cases. And even when Michiganders are the ones who would be employed, oftentimes they would just be leaving other Michigan employers. So take a carpenter who made get hired to work to build a film set in Michigan under a program like this. That carpenter is very likely leaving another Michigan employer to work Mm -hmm. temporarily on the set. And then when that film is over, they're likely going to go back to their regular job, you know, doing what they would have done otherwise. So these these aren't net new jobs in most cases. And while the jobs numbers may look good on paper, Oftentimes, there's a lot more to them than meets the eye, and a lot of them really are transient and quite temporary.
0: Yeah, one of my colleagues, um, one of our economists has said, look, if you dump just buckets of cash from a helicopter in, across Michigan, you're going to get an economic effect. But the, the question is, what could the money have better been spent on? And that's the, the interesting thing on, on incentives. So Michigan did have an incentive program for, um, I think, seven or eight years um, in total spending $500 million. Um, and, and I think what you're describing is exactly what we saw, which was you had you know, 1,500 or so film jobs across the state. That went up by a few hundred as you're pumping in, you know, $100 million a year. And then when the program disappeared, it went right back down. I mean, is, is it, on, I guess in theory, if you build this industry and you, you do just the correct amount of investment to build something long-term, that's great. Um, But how hard is it to do that? I mean, you're you're talking about the transience of, of these jobs.
1: You're exactly right. You know, a lot of states are competing for this industry. You know, it it sounds good. It generates interest. But there are so many states that are trying to offer these lucrative packages. And there are film industry lobbyists that their sole job is to try to advocate and convince lawmakers to adopt these incentives packages and then they threaten to leave as soon as there's any talk of reevaluating the incentives or, you know, cutting back on them. I know Michigan at one point capped the program at I believe twenty five million dollars and that was enough for a lot of filmmakers to say, we're gonna go somewhere else. And so you have to think about the long term too. Like you said, You know, you can't just do this for one year and have any effect. It's really going to have to be something the state would have to support year after year after year. And if you're spending hundreds of million dollars on film tax incentives, you got to be thinking about where that money could go elsewhere. So those dollars are dollars that are not being spent on roads or schools, or you know, they're just not being kept in taxpayers' pockets. Mm -hmm. And It's kind of ironic to me that at the same time that lawmakers are considering re-upping this program, there's a lot of um, lawmakers that are pushing to make the the income tax credit that, or I'm sorry, the income tax rate reduction that Michigan Mm -hmm. is going to have this year temporary. Where the attorney general is saying, you know, we that's just going to be a temporary reduction. We can't afford to keep that around year after year. Really, that reduction is going to be several hundred million dollars. It's about the same amount of money that we're talking about in terms of film industry credit. So are we talking about supporting one industry and seeing if the effects trickle down to people in an indirect way? Or are we going to talk about actually letting all Michigan residents and pass-through businesses keep more of their hard-earned money in their pockets throughout the year?
0: Yeah, great point. Um, is it, and, and it's it's so much that attention gets paid on these flashy short-term things rather than the broad-based long-term effects. You said one other thing in there that I just wanted to highlight. So I, I've been around at the Mackinac Center long enough when we launched the program. And I can tell you the arguments then were, yeah, we got to make this investment and then it'll build an industry and then it'll be here long-term and pay off. And then What it turned into was every year, nope, don't cap the program, don't cap the program, we need it forever. We see this in states like Georgia and California who are spending hundreds of millions of dollars every year on their their programs. And the argument that every state is doing it so we should do it too is the opposite on something like this because like you said, that is lobbyists going state to state saying, Well now Michigan's got an incentive, so you need more money in yours. Oh well now Georgia up their incentives. Well, Michigan, if you really want to compete with Georgia, you gotta up it. And it makes everybody worse off off overall.
1: That's exactly right. You know, you see these states that are all trying to compete to offer the most lucrative deal to a very targeted industry when really if you back up a bit, it's important to think about what the tax code is there for in the first place and it's there to generate revenue to fund government services. It's not there to pick winners and losers. It shouldn't be there to incentivize certain activities and disincentivize others. Really, it comes down to the tax code is there to generate revenue and, you know, if it's generating more than it needs to, then maybe You know, that revenue should be not collected in the first place. And Mm so, the best way to create a tax code and an environment that draws in the film industry and draws in every other industry is to have a business friendly, taxpayer friendly environment and to think about how to make the underlying tax code more competitive. You already have a low flat individual income tax rate. You know, there's opportunities to reduce that rate, to reduce the corporate rate to make the underlying tax code better so that no matter what industry you're in, you can create more jobs in Michigan and attract people from other states.
0: Catherine Lawhead with the Tax Foundation, we appreciate you coming on.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you, and we'll be back after
1: a brief break with more of the Mackinac on Michigan Show on WJR.